time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily and the morning briefing. This is Trevor Hall. And this is Paul Harris. Good morning, Paul. Welcome back, buddy. Good morning, Trevor. How are you? Uh, I've had a cup of coffee, so I think I'm good to go. <laughs> Me too. A little bit of a rough patch this morning. Woke up late, tried to crawl out of bed, then my computer had some troubles. And uh, there you go. And now we're 20 minutes late. Oh dear. So we should let's get make start- up some last time. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's get started. Uh, interesting news day, actually. Uh, today is Wednesday, March 29th. Gold traded lower overnight Tuesday in Asian and European markets on the perception that the banking crisis is over. But literally right after the AM London price fix, the price of gold took off like a golden retriever chasing a wild rabbit. And gold soared during the paper derivatives trading hours running from $1,968 per ounce to $1,994 per ounce and settling the post-COMEX Globex trading session in 1992. The Mining Stock Journal commented that the price action in gold suggests that the COMEX banks may be scrambling to cover their massive short exposure in response to the fact that the financial system crisis is just getting started. Silver followed the same price pattern as gold, trading down to test the $23 per ounce level overnight, but then launched back up to $23.50 before settling the afternoon trading session at $23.47. The Mining Stock Journal noted that it smells a potential short squeeze in silver percolating. The mining stocks once again diverge positively from the general stock market, with the GDX rising 2.5% despite the sell-off in the stock market. A specific note, U.S. gold, which trades under the symbol USAU, shot up nearly 16% on huge volume. The newsletter, which has been heavily invested in the stock for five years and recently pounded the table on the stock, suggesting that either a mining stock fund started a position or a strategic investor started acquiring shares. The newsletter noted that U.S. gold is absurdly undervalued relative to the potential of the company's gold copper project, which is likely about 18 months away from the start of mine construction. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSC American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Valet agreed to pay $55.9 million U.S. to the United States Securities and Exchange Commission to terminate a lawsuit filed by the SEC against the company in April of 2022 to settle tailings dam safety charges related to the Brumadino disaster in 2019 without admitting or denying the settled claims. The SEC will not oppose Valet's motion to dismiss all claims that the company acted with fraudulent or reckless intent regarding its disclosures. 
GoGold Resources announced additional drilling results from Los Ricos South in Jalisco, Mexico, within the Eagle and Main deposits. Highlights included 23.3 metres, grading 617 grams per tonne silver equivalent, including 80 centimetres, grading 5,818 grams per tonne, in hole 126. The company says its goals for 2023 include completion of a preliminary economic assessment at Los Ricos North by the end of April, a revised mineral resource and revised preliminary economic assessment, including the effects of the Eagle at Los Rigos South, targeting the end of June, and a pre-feasibility study, final engineering and permitting for Los Rigos South, targeting a construction decision by the end of the year. Go Gold Resources trades on the TSX under GGD and on the OTCQX under GLGDF. Lift Power announced it has commenced the first diamond drill program at the Rupert Lithium Project in the James Bay region of Quebec. A total of 17 holes have been planned for 5,000 meters of diamond drilling that will test targets generated by the 2021 and 2022 exploration programs. At target B, nine drill holes are planned for a total of 2,500 meters. Holes are planned to cross the head of a one kilometer long lithium intills dispersion train where the head terminates abruptly against a structure in a west-northwest direction. Target A is located three kilometers to the northwest of target B at the head of a three kilometer long lithium intills dispersion train. The dispersion train is oriented in a northwest-southwest orientation where it disappears under a north-south oriented lake. Eight exploration holes totaling 2,500 meters have been planned to cover the entire 1.2-kilometer length of the head. Lift power trades on the CSE with LIFT. P2 Gold restarted a preliminary economic assessment on its Gabs Gold project in the Walk Lane trend in Nevada, which is expected to be completed in the September quarter. It was paused last year, waiting for cost inflation to ameliorate. The initial interpretation of a 48.3 line kilometer natural source magnetotelluric survey covering all four known zones of mineralization at GABS and the prospective locations of potential gold copper porphyry source at depth identified a high priority area in the center of the property that hosts a gold copper porphyry exploration target. The company requires an additional permit to drill the exploration target. P2 also issued additional shares to Waterton in respect of the restructuring of the outstanding payments for the acquisition of GABS, which will increase Waterton's interest in the company to 19.9%. P2 Gold trades on the TSXV under PGLD and on the OTCQB under PGLDF. Your Voice Global Limited has decided to suspend final construction and full concentrator commissioning of its Idaho Cobalt Operations Mine. The company cites continuing low cobalt prices and U.S. inflationary impacts on construction costs as its main reasons for the suspension. Travoice expects to complete construction of and commission uh, the project when cobalt prices recover, which it also expects will align with cobalt refining capacity in the U.S. brought into operation by Travoice and or third parties. Travoice has spent $130 million on construction at ICO, has a cash balance of $52 million, and since the December 2022 year-end has paid down $45 million of its $150 million mercurial loan facility, resulting in a decrease from that from the end of December drawn balance of $115 million down to $70 million. 
She voiced trades on the TSX Venture with R- JRV, excuse me, and on the OTC with JRVMF. Core Mining said the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of California denied a motion by NGOs to overturn authorization granted by the U.S. Forest Service of its proposed drill program at the Long Valley Gold Project in California. Core now intends to proceed with exploration mid-year with details to be announced over the coming weeks. Core said its team worked closely with the USFS to avoid cultural impacts and mitigate other potential program impacts, and it will complete pre-disturbance cultural surveys, remove 100% of all drill cuttings, have zero water or water discharge, and intensively remediate all sites. The US Forest Service thus granted Core a categorical exclusion from the National Environmental Protection Act for the program's plan of operations. Core has identified opportunities to expand the shallow oxide mineralization and add to the deposits almost 2 million ounces of resources in all categories. Core Mining trades on the TSXV and the KORE and on the OTCQB and the KOREF. All right, we've got a busy day lined up here on the podcast. number of interviews for today and get ready for tomorrow as well. So the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Paul, have a great day, my friend. You too, Trevor. Thank you. All right, and everybody out there, be well. Talk to you later. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.